All right, good morning, everyone. Uh, first off, the way we set up, uh, good morning, first off, that's a, the, gotta always have our salutations, but good morning again to everybody. We just wanted to give a heads up. We are doing things a little bit differently and we realize that some of our recordings, the first part is uh, uh, not there. It is because the way that it was uploading and me starting to chat before, it was actually being plugged in, so I apologize for that. But it is Trending Thursday. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, sister. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And yes, we are the trends setters. So yes, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, which we did not realize. And you know what? I just want to say that it's not, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't anything. And you know what? Who cares? The point is we're getting, we are just having a blast at what we're doing, um, sharing value, valuable information. And <laughs> we always want to add value to your life. And we are the trends setters. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say without actually saying it? Yes, I do. I understand. I understand. I understand. Funny. Not only do I have the ability with my, what I call my fatty boobalabby fingers to purposely or actually not purposely hit the right key because, because my fat portions of, for those who cannot see, you know, when you look at your finger and just under your fingernail, uh, that area of my fingers, not that I, I wouldn't say I have very fat fingers, but I do to a certain degree. So obviously when you are typing on a cellular device or whatever it may be, my fatness of my fingertips sometimes will hit the side letter or you know on either side above, beyond, whatever. So I, often I have a lot of people, uh, they kind of coined their fr friends of mine, a uh, shout out to, I think it was Desiree. Nightingale, I believe she is the one who coined the phrase fatty boobalatty, or somebody did, and actually said, you know, it's Carol Sue's fatty boobalatty language. And you, so you can figure out what the word is if you know the code. <laughs> and the code is usually because I inadvertently, my fat finger will hit either side of the, uh, you know, the different letter or above the row or below the row. So, now that's being kind of, I'm trying to think of the right word, implanted into social media, but it is on purpose. So instead of accidentally hitting the wrong letter, we have to purposely change our verbiage to mean one thing, which is kind of a sidebar of what it really means. How crazy is that? And that's actually what's trend setting, not only in, in verbiage, but there is a particular, let me get you, there's a particular photo that is going around and it says, I wanna get the exact photo. And a lot of people are actually surprised because so many people have tried to post this particular photo without any success. And I believe it's because of what the actual photo says. So I'm gonna teach you a little trick, even though uh, most people do not. So anyways, the picture is of a uh, kind of from the angle of sidewalk level. And 
you know how when you're on a sidewalk, especially if there's deviation of the different sidewalk and there's cracks or whatever, once in a while you get a weed or you get a flower, you know, poking out of that cracked area. So in this particular picture, which is, I would say, an antique looking picture color wise, uh, and it is from the level of the ground level. So the camera is kind of facing in that direction. So you're going to see people from like feet up. And in the midst of all that, there is a sprouting flower. And I believe it's a daisy. It is a daisy. And the caption on it says, stand up for what you believe in, even if it means standing alone. And that's actually what is trending right now heavily. Not only is the message, but the fact that people uh, are actually posting the picture and a certain social media is deeming it violent and graphic content. You know, you know how some social media platforms have a warning and, you, and it, you know, and, it, and it's so funny. I crack up about I'm going to do a sidebar on that because it cracks up because, you know, curiosity got the cat when, when, when anyone comes by someone's Facebook page and they see something covered up by a social media's either fact checker or warning, you know, they're going to hit the picture anyway. So they're kind of actually helping <laughs> their post. Because people are curious. They want to know, well, what's under that? Like, what, why is it so graphic? Why is it so violent? So as you can imagine, having a picture of, of, of it's, it's a stunning picture. Um, like I said, it's made to look old and in the midst of that. And I think there's a lot of people in the country now that because they're fighting for the rights of children, they're fighting for the rights of health and wellness in a normal health and wellness way that we normally live and have always depended on our fine machines, which is called our bodies, right? And fighting for these rights. And sometimes it's a lonely job, you know, when you're uh, investigating, when you're fighting for, for those that have no voice that are children, because people sometimes will get complacent. If they say, oh, other people are gonna do the fight, you know, oh yeah, I support them, but they're, they're not in the fight. And sometimes you do feel very much alone. But so what I have learned a little trick to the trade, guys, because uh, I have so many people now messaging me because I also posted the picture. My tagline or header was, sometimes a less traveled road shows signs of blessings and beauty. Hashtag trending Thursday. But what I also did was I took that same picture. I didn't save it because a lot of people don't realize there's things embedded in certain pictures, post that are purposely embedded to let a certain social media platform know that they're going to try to stop that from being shared so they put little embedded things into it the best way to get around that is to not save the picture to actually screenshot it and recrop it so it doesn't look exactly the same way and then post it so that's a little tidbit go ahead i have to share something with you the trends also that I was referring to was in reference to our new blog that is up on our website. So if you send me that, I will be happy to post it on our website, which will not be censored. Correct. But I mean, so people like they're upset because you look at the picture 
a beautiful picture. I mean, you can go check it out. Yeah, it's on my Facebook page right now. It's a bit, and, and I don't have, well, currently, let's say, currently I don't have any warning that it's graphic and or violent. But when you look at that, you're saying, okay, so what about this picture deems it graphic and violent? And we're probably going to have to actually probably start changing, coming up with code words for the word graphic, violent, action, fight. There's certain words that are now being, uh, especially the word fight, uh, because people associate fighting for causes as violence. Now, you can fight for a cause in the mannerism, meaning you can be confident, you can be postured, you can be passionate, but no one that I know of in the public that is fighting for the rights of children are violent. Does it, it get heated? Well, debates get heated, right? I mean, you look at a, you know, any kind of campaign where it's a, a close battle or candidates that have vast differences in their platform, it gets heated. They go after each other. So it, I find, and then you have, you know, a, a, a Democrat Congresswoman, I believe she's a Congresswoman, you know, being attacked in a bathroom, you know, <laughs> which is actually, I guess, a federal offense from what I'm understanding. And speaking about federal offense, so now you have part of the, the, the issues with certain words that have to be now thought out differently and how to still get the same point without using them uh, is because of big brother, big government, big unions. The teachers union is pressing down very hard on this current administration. And you know why they're pressing so hard is because they're big contributors of that. Who's in office or occupying the space. So you have these big machines, these bigger, big, powerful money machines now going after. And, and you know, and, and they're using the name parents. Let me tell you something, people. This is not just parents fighting this. This is grandparents. This is, these are local businesses that are, okay, we don't want to use that word, that are very upset that children's lives are being impacted the, the way they are because of a propaganda platform agenda that some are trying to really uh, choke hold Americans and, and children. You're basically, you're basically putting them in chains because you want them to act and learn and have social uh, interaction in such a manner that you deem that you're gonna control. So there, it's not just parents that are going to these board meetings. It is uh, you know, people that don't have children in school. There are many adults that are there that don't have children at all, but guess what? They're taxpayers, they're citizens, and they understand, and this is what I really wanna impact upon people, what is trending. Get off your lazy butt. Stop watching school committee board meetings on the internet and go to a live meeting. It is a totally different experience, number one. Do not allow what the unions are pressing upon the current agendas, D-O-D-J, and I'm D-O-J-A-A-A-Y, D-O-J, trying to use tactics that would impede someone attending in a peaceful manner to voice their concerns. That's what's trending. People are either getting fired up or they're not getting fired up enough. And let me tell you, 
you can go, you can be passionate, you can be direct with your question. No one, not one meeting that I've attended did anyone in the audience physically go after anyone uh, did it get heated at, at times? Absolutely got heated. You know, when you're talking about something that you're passionate about and that you're concerned about, who doesn't fight to, you know, whatever for, for, for their children, for their grandchildren, for, for children as a whole, children as a whole, that's the next, those are our next generations. And you're trying to change the trajectory of their, their learning, their social skills, what impacts them and you're really trying to change who they are instead of the parents or the grandparents or the guardians stakeholders the people that are involved in that child's life that are the first teachers of that child so that's what's trending between the picture and the fear and there is one more other thing trending that i want you to all chat about as well as a lot of people were really like really and of course i was one of them really uh involved and i, and I have not you know we've talked about that we've i've limited myself you've limited yourself and we encourage everyone to limit yourself on get, getting news alerts and, and watching the news but because this particular interesting uh senate meeting was taking place and someone was brought in to uh, question and or give her version of what is going on with a certain social media platform and interestingly enough, it turns out that the person, uh, and again, it's it's not to uh, you know go 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 after that person, but I find it very telling now that it's been revealed that this person that came forward is a big uh, supporter of one party, is a big supporter of AOC, like from a donation perspective, like a, a quite a bit of money. Uh, and, and has all these other things going, which does not in line with somebody that would be, quote, a whistleblower. So I, I found that very interesting. So that's also trending. Those are the things, three things I got that's trending. So speaking of trending, and thank you for sharing that, the passion, the passion in kind, but in words, the voice to project the voice to project with resolve. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> While you were sharing that, I did post that information on our website under the blog. Let, let us know what you think. Go to two sisters, T-W-O-S-I-S-T-A-S dot online, click the blog link and you'll see what we are referring to on the right-hand side. <laughs> there's actually two, we're not sure which one we're going to keep, but there's two different ways that you can send us a voice message. The lower right, leave Carol Sue or myself a message. Let us know that you saw that. Let us know how you feel about it. There's also one on the right hand. It's like a thin kind of block. So go check it out. Let us know how you feel. If you'd like to share something with us that has been censored, for instance, on your page, email us. Email it to Carol Sue, email it to me, however you need to get it to us. We'll take a look at it and we'll upload it to our page. So I just wanted to share that. I don't know if you had a chance to, um, <laughs> well, afterwards, I'm sure you can look at it, but trends. 
that's kind of what I name, and, and it's ironic that, uh, well, I should say that I kind of named it, but and certainly we, we can we can change it. I, I don't know if my sister even know that I did that. Sometimes we do stuff without the other one knowing, but it's all with good intentions. So <clears throat> the name of the blog is Trends, T-R-E-N-D-Z. I like it. Well, you know what? It, it was a feeling that came to me yesterday that we are not perfect, obviously, but we are passionate about what we do and how we do it and how we add value to people's lives. And for me, that's a trend. So I thought that really fits the both of us. I know. I like that. I, I very much like that. And also that is trending is, you know, we're, we're also, you know, always being innovative, always double checking what is good. You're, you're better at the apps than I am, but you know, we are now working on um, clubhouse. You're actually more involved in it, but we're eventually going to get our own clubhouse. We're working towards that. And I like, um, you know, at first I was like, okay, I'm not really comfortable with it, but I actually got on, um, uh, at least I had time to just kind of squeeze in one forum. I don't know what the, their terms are yet. I'm still working on that. But they, so they have these rooms, like they're like a chat room. They have moderators, they have speakers, and then they have, uh, you know, people that are in the audience. So there's no live interaction as far as video. It's all through voice, which I love because it really, uh, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're a speaker, uh, you're a guest speaker, you do lives, you do podcasts. It's always great to be in tune with the flow of, you know, you learn so much from the flow of how someone speaks. And sometimes the visual piece to it is distracting. And this allows you to, you know, to really hear. You're not sidetracked by what is going on from a video perspective. It's more, you know, what's coming from and what's kind of comes through the audio of their voice, their passion. And it really just solidifies the point that we are always talking or sharing with all, you know, our viewers, our audience, our listeners, is that the power of the voice in the articulation, you get a better feeling of someone when you hear the voice. So you can have, a, you know, a saying, a comment, and you could have different people saying it in different inflections, different passion, and you will get different meanings from it, even though the actual statement is the same. So, you know, and, and I always say that's what's lacking in Messenger. Now, we do know that obviously there is a microphone. Some people use it, some people don't. But even with that, you know, we always encourage pick up the phone, you know, hear the other, you know, you're having a conversation, especially if it's a uh, message or there's a disagreement or you're not sure on something. It's better to actually talk to the person and hear their voice to quite understand either a perspective, maybe a difference. Sometimes it's as simple as a recipe, like something's not triggering. Uh, it could be, and even with reading something, um, again, reading is another tool because you have the opportunity to not hear the inflection, but you can read the words. But even with that, sometimes you got to reread them over and over again for it to make an impact or to, it's kind of like, and I guess you could say it happens with video because how many times do you watch a movie and, you know, it's like a movie that you really, really like, 
or it's a mystery that you you know oh, I missed something I know that and you can watch it two three and four times and always pick up something different. So our mind and our our listening skills is uh, versus uh, what we see and what we hear, even though they all kind of mean the same thing, are very different. They are very different. Like for instance, you know we've all heard that phrase. Um, boy, I just walked into that room and the air is so thick, you can cut it with a knife. That's energy. So think of it this way. If you walked into your room and you feel that negative energy, what does that say about things happening in that room? That's a cue to our subconscious that something is off. I'm so proud of myself how I said that. Yeah, that was, that I was remember, Plus, I remember that from when I had to take that psychology class in, uh, in college. So thank you to the uh, professor who taught that class. <laughs> Anyways, it. yeah, so we are very excited. Obviously, we've been talking about our website a lot. And I did a lot of work on it yesterday. It was also, you can also view our YouTube videos under the video tab. So if you want to see us being goofy or, you know, whatever, or just listen to the audio, um, you can do that. I was also able to add a few more, um, <laughs> I guess they call them widgets, the um, tabs that different podcast platforms that you can listen to, listen to us on. I don't have all the RSS numbers. That's okay. You know, and we can put up, you know, where you can locate us on any type of platform. 16. What's the RSS number? The RSS number is the identifier of the podcast. So for instance, two sisters <coughs> has a base one for anchor. That's our base home, but each right. platform that we are under has its own RSS signifier for us. Oh, yeah. We're, we're identified by numbers, aren't we all? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. And numbers, hey, that's a good thing. And this is something about something, but nothing about nothing. Oh, I love this segment. So I got to tell you what happened to me yesterday afternoon. Got done doing my clubhouse podcast interview with Rich Women Magazine. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Cyber Chef Sunny and to Rich Women Magazine, Dr. Marina, um, wonderful organization. They are sharing a million stories and by golly, they are going strong. So thank you. But yeah. after that- Real quick, I did get a clip of it um, because obviously I had another meeting going on uh, and you kicked butt, sissy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And right after that, of course, you know, I had the dogs on the other side of the house and I go over there and there's no dogs. So I look in the usual places that they hide. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm calling them. I'm saying, because one's over here right now, I'm saying C-O-O-K-I-E, yelling it out. They usually come running or I say C-H-E-E-S-E -E -E in a funny tone, they come yep. running, no dogs. Now I'm looking under beds, because sometimes when you look under the bed, <laughs> when, especially when they're together, 
you don't really see them. Plus it's dark underneath the bed. So I had to get the, a broom and kind of, you know, go like that. I'm like, what the F, you know, I'm going back and forth, back and forth, looking under everything. Finally, I'm like, well, I wonder if Gary took them. Cause I know he was going to his cousin's house, try calling him. He doesn't know how to answer his phone. Tried calling his cousin, but couldn't get a hold of him. So I'm like, okay, now I'm frustrated. Don't know where the dogs are. I even looked outside, like, you know, did he maybe have them tied outside? Forgot that they were tied outside, left for his cousins. Finally calls me back about 45 minutes later. And I said, he said, hi, honey. I said, do you have the dog, dogs with you? He says, well, aren't you gonna say hi? I said, no, do you have the dogs with you? <laughs> oh yeah, I got the dogs with me. And I'm like, thank you. Thanks for time. Yeah. Well, and that does make you nervous because they're they're little dogs, and you know, sadly, there are other animals out there that would love, you know, to grab one of them. And so those are things that you have to be mindful of. So that is a scary moment when you. Uh, our thing with our cats, we have two cats, which are inherited cats. Uh, we've had them for years. Jerry Seinfeld is one, and the other one is Tate, and. They now really like to be out in the little nigh area, but we're, you know, obviously they're cats. We never declaw them. So we don't want them clawing the screen. And of course, sometimes there are little, um, I don't know what you call them, not salamanders, but little, those little things that. Yeah, geckos or whatever they call them. Like little geckos. So, you know, occasionally, you know, you'll get a little one in coming in there. You know, if you're going in and out of the screen door, we have two sides to the uh, screen doors. So we, you know, we left them out, or I should say John left them out uh, in the Lanai area where the couch is and there's, you know, carpeting and whatnot. Because, oh, well, they just want to be out here, but it's, it's not, it's not uh, conducive because then it's like, you know, you find yourself lecturing the cat and scolding the cat not to go near the screen i'm like this is supposed to be like our peaceful serenity area this is not fun when you're yelling at cats so now the the trick is how do you get in and out of the slider with that because they're, they're they're very smart cats one uh lives to eat and one eats to live one is very heavy one is uh but but still pretty fast and the other one's very lean so they, they know how to dart in between your legs to scamper right out. Like, you know, if your hands are full with, you know, a platter or, you know, you got things in your hand and you're trying to juggle opening up this heavy slider and no, suddenly, you know, the cat skirts. So that's, you know, our thing with the cats. And then you do, like, you do get nervous because they also try to go out the front door, which is not gated per se or not screened in. And uh, a couple of times we found the cats right out in the front door area kind of just roaming around, chucking out stuff. And I'm like, get in here. Uh, so they're getting more, you know, curious as to out, because they've, they've always been indoor cats. So now they're curious, like there's a whole world out there that no one told us about. <laughs> so, what are these funky lo little things that are slithering around? They're driving me cray cray. I'm like, come on. So yeah. I think after these two depart this world and go to rainbow heaven, that's it. I'm done with pets. I love pets. 
but they're a responsibility. And you, when you reach a point when you want to kind of, kind of, kind of come and go as you please. Now, cats are easier than dogs. I think mostly everyone could could relate to that. But it's still, it's a, it's still a big commitment. They're an extension of your family. And you know, when you lose that pet, which both of us have experienced, that it's so hard. You know, life is hard, anyways. So you know, I think we've done, you know, we've done our duty with pets over the years. But I have to say, I think this is the last hurrah to have pets. I, other than maybe like a goldfish or something. I have to agree with that. I don't even want a goldfish. You know, you know, we all know the monster. My family knows the monster. Um, his actual name is Armani. I call him the monster. He answers to the monster. He's a monster. Uh, those are two. We have two dogs that are, are adopted, so to speak, that we took over, which is fine. And you know what? The, the monster and I now have a, a relationship that took a long time to develop. But, you know, and I call him Mr. Snuggle Buggle Boo because he is just like the most cutest, lovable little lap dog. And then you want to get up and he wants to kill you. That's the monster. But back to what we were saying, you know, we love having animals, you know, love taking them out for walks. And, you know, we took them to uh, Philly with us. Ryan was able to see them and he loved that. But God forbid when something does happen to them, we just, you know, we're getting a little older and, it's not that easy to up and leave. So, yeah, no, and it, and it's, it is a big commitment. It's and it's it's a loss that you know you can prevent. I mean, we can't always prevent a loss, uh, but it's a, an emotional loss that we can prevent in the sense of because they do they become they're part of your family. You know, for for many, a pet is uh, a, a service animal that is an extension of that person. Uh, there's also people that, you know, don't have children and, and those are their pets uh, and those are their children. So rightfully so, but it, it, it does when it, when it starts to impede um, your ability uh, because, because there's such a responsibility, you know, and you're trying to simplify your life. So, I mean, it's not just, I mean, I say that, it's not to say that, well, John absolutely loves the cats. He would probably have cats for forever. And, you know, He's the one who takes care of him. I really, I, you know, I don't, I don't do the cat pan. I don't feed them. He, he's, he's completely taken over that role. So really, who am I to say that we shouldn't have a cat? Cause I don't even take care of them. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true. But do you arrange for their care when you travel? Oh yeah. I mean, I, well, no, he actually does that too. Oh, okay. Well then I guess you're going to be with him for a while. To to that i didn't think of it that way see you find some you talk it out and you so i don't know right. maybe we'll have pets forever then since i don't have to do anything and maybe i think we should add pictures of our pets on on our blog <laughs> i think that would be good um quick quick story again nothing about nothing but since we're talking about pets so a lot of people always ask us why we named the uh jerry seinfeld jerry seinfeld so when mike um, our son broke up with a girlfriend. They had a joint custody cat. And obviously the cat went with the girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. And so, you know, he is a cat lover. And he was obviously trying to fill that, that loss of not only the girlfriend, but then his pet. So he, you know, and, and I, it's funny, and I'm sure this happens to most families, is your children end up 
either setting you up for getting a pet or they just bring the pet home. In our case, that's happened many times on either side. But anyway, so he brought home this, you know, at that point, Jerry Seinfeld was just a baby. And we are big Seinfeld fans. So, you know, Mike says, I I really want to name, I want to name him, you know, a character from from Seinfeld because we're just, the whole family's avid fans. So Tina wanted to name him Kramer, but quickly changed that because she had a fish. And I think it was, you know, when I was kissing fish, it was a certain kind of a fish, fly, I don't know, this really pretty colored fish. And then the, the fish was named Kramer. But what happened with Kramer, the fish, was I filled up the bowl too, too uh, high. And it was just a little bowl. So they don't, they don't, I guess they could be in a big aquarium, but this one was in a little bowl. So somehow this fish jumped out and, you know, so we're sweeping the floor or whatever. I'm like, what the heck is that feather on the floor? And I'm, so I'm picking up, I'm like, that's a weird looking feather. Well, it was Kramer because he was dried out and <laughs> died. <laughs> so the cat was not going to be named Kramer. So we all went back and forth of, you know, oh, George, George would be fun. Like if we just read And we uh, came to the family decision that he would be called Little, his actual original name or is his legal name, is Little Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my God, it's so cute. Tate, I don't know how Tate came up with, uh, how they came up with the name Tate, but they're both inherited cats. So uh, we've, you know, they've always lived with us um, and that's just how it is. So I really have no rights to that because I don't really take care of them. True that, and on that note, Ooh, what a way to chat about Trending Thursday. So many different things trending. Please go to our website, check it out. Sign up for our email list. We promise we will not spam you. We are not about spamming anyone. We no. want to get the word out there. Again, adding value to your life. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two... This does, and this is Carol, so AKA Nani Boss live on this beautiful trending Thursday. We always tell you, you read about, you get alerts, you get emails, and all the all that is trending. Change that up today. You be the trendsetter and tell us how that goes. We will see you tomorrow for Fantabulous Friday. Boy, that week went by fit quick, didn't it? We yes, see it did. You guys have a great, great day. You be the trend center and we'll chat with you tomorrow. Take care. And we will be on early tomorrow, 7 a.m. So join us. Be the trends. Bye.